The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Andy O'Donoghue's with us for Tech Thursday. Andy, what is CES in Las Vegas? It is the biggest consumer electronics show in the world, Matt. Um, it's been a big deal for a long time. Believe it or not, I think this is the 56th year, uh, founded in 1967. And it used to be really important, particularly for gaming, is where the focus used to be. But a couple of decades ago, that changed. And this year, again, 130,000 people have attended CES this week. And it remains incredibly important for big big brands and for new brands to launch new products that us, the consumers, will ultimately buy. And what's caught your eye in particular? Well, I mean, there's all the, televisions are always a big deal at CES, but one of the things that really caught my eye this year is a product from Samsung called the Music Frame. And a couple of years ago, they released a product called the Frame, which was a TV that essentially looked like a picture frame. The idea was you would hang it on your wall. It was incredibly thin. And when you weren't watching the TV, you could display artwork from the Louvre on it, which, of course, required a subscription. However, they have launched the music frame this year at CES, and this is a speaker system that's housed inside a box <laughs> that, again, looks like a picture frame. And you can have a customizable print on the front. So Samsung have demonstrated it with a turntable displayed on the front. It connects via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth to your TV or to soundbars. And essentially, it's a very good speaker, but it looks absolutely gorgeous, Matt. Okay. Now, you also have the Withings Beam Zero. What's this? Uh, and it's called the BMO, the oh, Withings sorry. BMO. And this is this is a really funny device. And I, I think, I'm not sure they've invented a name for it, but it's a, it, it, they've called it a multiscope, which is something you might be familiar with, say, with D, DIY. Withings are a, a health tech company, and they make scan watches, and they make scales and d- devices to measure your blood pressure. But this small little device, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of um, a, a one size. It has a thermometer, a stethoscope, a pulse oximeter, and an ECG device built into the same um, the same product. So essentially, it is designed to measure your core health vitals at home, and. Um, it's going to cost about $250 in the US. It probably won't be that much here. Um, it connects via Wi-Fi to your home network and it's USB-C. But the interesting thing about this is it is one of those products that when you think about it, it can help you keep an eye on your health for your own interest. But it can also, uh, with the stethoscope and the ECG, give you very deep insights into maybe your heart health or your respiratory health. Those reports can be saved as a PDF and sent to your GP surgery before you even get there. So this is likely to be a big deal this year. Okay, is it worn like a watch? Or why wouldn't you just let your watch do it? Because aren't an awful lot of the modern day uh, smartwatches doing that type of thing? Yes, they are doing that sort of thing. But it also has a thermometer, which is useful. So, you know, um, that was useful in in COVID, but also is useful, say, perhaps if somebody's on a fertility journey or if they're worried that they're contracting maybe a cold or a flu. And the ECG is is probably more accurate from this device than it might be from some watch um, watch born kind of products. Um, It's about the same size as, you know, uh, it's kind of a very small kind of drinks bottle, like really small. And... um, 
it is uh, it's likely we're you know we'll see it probably on sale this year but I think it's a very exciting development for Withings that is worth keeping an eye on Okay some of these things have very long names such as Samsung's new bespoke family hub refrigerator with Vision AI what can that do? And AI was a really big theme at um, CES this year. Sam Altman, um, the founder of ChatGPT or OpenAI, was meant to attend. He didn't, but he kind of his presence kind of hung in the air like a shadow, really. And um, so, like a hologram. Well, indeed. And um, in the case, Samsung have launched this new uh, fridge with Vision AI. So what this does is it has internal cameras that can intelligently identify the food as they come in and out of the fridge. And it can recognize, currently I think it recognizes about 30, 33 different fresh foods from vegetables to different types of protein. And you can enter, you can manually enter the expiration dates so the fridge knows how you should use your ingredients and which ones you should use first. And of course, um, the fridge has a 32-inch LCD screen, so you can get this image to recipe feature um, by tapping on the screen and AI will figure out what you need to cook that evening, Matt. Okay, that's going to catch on. (laughs) I think it is Samsung showing us what they can do. And uh, CES is quite common for that. People release products there or announce products that may never go into mass production. But it is certainly... uh, Samsung make uh, smart refrigerators. But, you know, 10 years ahead, is it a Jetsons future for us? I think there's probably something in it, Matt. Yeah, the fact that you have to manually input the best before dates, I would have thought that surely scanning them or something like that should be able to do it for you. Well, scanning labels is okay, but if you put a pepper or a, yeah. um, a piece of salmon into the fridge, that's where your manual dates come become useful. Okay. Televisions are always a bit of a big deal at CES. Uh, tell us about LG's 98-inch OLED TV with the ubiquitous AI. Well, this, this this is a monster television. If you can, if if, if your listeners can imagine a ninety-eight inch television, yeah, few people have a room big enough to facilitate <laughs> that. Absolutely, and even getting this out of the box um, is tricky. And um, what it means, basically, the fancy numbers mean that the this AI that's built into it is called Picture Pro, and it leverages what LG say is deep learning. But the idea is that it distinct is that it can distinguish faces and objects and backgrounds within a scene, and then it sort of enriches the texture and the details so that those objects and faces pop out of the scene. So it's not 3D, but it gives you that illusion of almost 3D. And it is, I mean, it's as close, really, I think, that you can get to a cinema experience at home. Okay, you like a projector, so tell us about the LG Cinebeam Cube. I I really like projectors because the battery-powered ones you can put in the garden in the summer if you're watching a match or you can move them from room to room or kid's room or maybe, you know, uh, to a bedroom. So the Cinebeam Cube from LG also is uh, measured... It's just over three inches thick and five, just over five inches tall and deep. And it throws out a 4K image from up to 50 inches. And it can go up to 120 inches, which is 10 foot. But it has a 450,000 to 1 contrast ratio, which 
which is very good for a projector. Now, the lighting on it is a little low, but um, it also has um, a small 3-watt mono speaker built into it, but of course you can plug that into a hi-fi or into your surround sound system, and it can rotate 360 degrees, so you can carry it around, and it, it, it weighs about, uh, I think, about uh, less than two kilos, so it's really easy to carry from room to room, and it's just a really nice sort of, uh, it's a nice idea to have around the house. Now, you mentioned things that might happen in the future, but are unlikely to ever do so, and I think the new flying electric car from Hyundai probably <laughs> falls into that category, doesn't it? It, it, it does, and this is uh, so. Hyundai have this subsidiary called Supernal, and they they've shown off the SA2, which is pretty incredible. And the idea is that this is an all electric um, vehicle, and you can fit uh, f- uh, a pilot plus four passengers in this vehicle. And um, Hyundai have said that, you know, this could be possible. They would like to see this in the air um, within the next four years. And um, it takes off vertically. So this would be used on the top of buildings in cities. Um, takes off and it will um, bring people distances of 25 uh, to 40 miles um, at a speed of around 120 miles an hour uh, up to 1,500 feet above the ground. So we've been promised this, as I say, this Jetson future for a long time. And this is the type of vehicle that could well do it. But this is of real interest to people like Uber and Bolt and the other transportation companies who are always trying to um, get cars there faster, make deliveries faster. And so this is pretty much like a big drone that you can sit in and have a pilot fly you to your destination. Yeah, we've spoken about EVTOLs on this programme previously. It's the first time I suppose that they've really been described to me as a flying car because Previously, we've discussed them as replacements for helicopters. Uh, Just give us one of the wackier ones that you noticed at CES. There's there's always wacky stuff at CES. There's this ridiculous snow reducing pillow that I'm the makers say it works. I'm dubious. One of the cutest is um, uh, the uh, curb pe- uh, pet obese. Oh well, this idea to curb pet obesity with a smart food bowl. A company called Alume have made a uh, a number of products for dogs and cats. And this basically is a tracker that tracks your dog's movements and his activity. And if he hasn't done enough to deserve it during the day the smart food bowl prevents him from eating anymore so it's basically energy out, food in and the bowl is in charge Matt Thank you very much for that and Dio Donoghue on Tech Thursday The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30 Today and-